evening, good evening, good evening. Hope everyone is well. My name is Tabriz, the best Masters centre-back you'll ever see in your life. Apologies about the lateness. You can blame Chrissy for that. <laughs> <laughs> but again, honestly, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, hey, you know what? Like, listen, this this particular human being, um, you know, um, we've like only been speaking for probably a few months now. Um, but you know, in terms of what you know, what I've seen, uh, I've like had the I don't know if it's a pleasure, maybe it's the pain of actually being an opponent. Uh, but again, for like this guy to actually come on and, and to talk about his like journey, um, in like football and also in life, it's an absolute pleasure. Please welcome Chris the Wizard Hubbard. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't like the way you're trying to throw me under the bus and say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been sitting here from 745 waiting for you. Bloody hell. Oh, yeah, my fault. Listen, you know what? Like, Chris was there on time, and I was just, you know, I was just going it back and forth. And then Chris was like, so, okay, so this is the reason why you're always late. I said, bloody hell. <laughs> it's crazy. How you doing, sir? Yeah, yeah, I'm very good, man. Um, yeah, thank you for having me on, man. Uh, as I mentioned before, it's uh, it's an honour, and I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to obviously grace your show. So yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. And again, thank you for like coming on. I mean, again, you know, I've, I've played against you once, and uh, you, you, you kind of gave me the runaround, which I was kind of pissed off about. To be, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, to be honest, I was really frustrated. What did really? you do? Much run- did you do much running that day? I can't remember. <laughs> Oh, no, but hey, you know what, um, uh, a great LSU side, and you guys won yesterday, right? Uh, yeah, 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 um, a very, very good win, uh, just to keep us, obviously, continuing with the good start that we've had, you know, we had a, we had a very, very good pre-season, if I'm honest, and then, um, yeah, I think two two good games that we've had so far in the league, which has been a positive, positive start, man, um, to be fair, you can't ask for more in it. Two wins in two games. So this, and you just got to try and continue as best as we can. Cool. And uh, David Smith has come on. My guy, not UT, but but my guy, the wizard. Go on, Smudge. Okay. Appreciate that, Smudge. Hey, Smudge. <laughs> my guy, you know. Hey, listen. Oh. That's a legend right there. Oh, dear, dear. So, you know, let's let's go start from the beginning. So, um, how was... Football, as in watching football and playing football, viewed in your family. Um, so for me, I started. I started quite late. Um, I weren't overly into football at first. Um, I was more of a. I just I don't know, like a child in it. Wanted to go out, climb, get on, do nonsense and whatever. Um, I kind of lived with my aunt and uncle for a little bit so my mum's sister and in that house they got i think they had like five kids and a couple of the boys were football mad my uncle was uh into football he watched football which uh kind of got me into it so i was watching football with them kind of playing football with my cousins then i kind of thought well you know what i kind of like this then i moved back home and yeah, I was just randomly playing football one day in my local part of Leighton Square. 
anyone on here will know legendary place there man I made some made some proper footballers some there's some ballers that come out of late and man. i believe that and um just remember playing there one day just randomly in a tournament and gavin rose who was obviously he's he was at dulles recently but recently just left he was working there and he kind of had control of the football team and he come and spoke to me and just said oh would i join their team so uh, me i was just like huh, me I didn't think about football like that. And they gave me the forms. I remember going home to my mum and my aunts and stuff. And I just said, oh, they know how to play football. For my mum and my aunts, it was like a massive thing. Like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've got to get you some football stuff now. I never had football. I never had no football boots, no football, turf or nothing. Then, obviously, they had a little whip round, got some football stuff. And then, yeah, just started playing for them, uh, playing for Lane Square for a bit. Then moved on to play for uh, Dulwich, uh, like the Aspire Academy. I was one of the first lot that started. And then, um, yeah, just went on from there. Uh, in my house, my mum my my tried her best. Uh, my dad was never into football. My dad was never a football man. So to say, did he ever push and give me encouragement to be a footballer or to play football? Not really. Um, he he kind of frowned upon football. I remember one comment he said was like, you want to play football? I said, well, yeah, apparently I'm all right. And he was like, oh, well, you're not going to, not, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to escalate from that. Because he was a mechanic. He, he knew how to fix cars, he was into cars, stuff like that. A lot of him and his brothers all had like a garage, a yard thing. And my mum kind of tried to pursue it as best she can, but she never knew what to do. She tried her best, tried to get me to places as much as she could. But majority of the time I had to do it on my own. A lot of the travelling by myself um, and stuff like that, really. But yeah, and then just got on with it. So so when you was travelling on your own, I mean, you know, I'm actually guessing that kind of influenced you and literally made you grow up a lot faster, kind of going to trials, got you know, kind of going to training, going to clubs? Yeah, yeah, massively. Um like going on trains and stuff like that. There was times I weren't getting home until one in the morning on my own. Um you know I mean back in the living in Peckham, I lived in Peckham all my life. So you see Peckham nowadays, imagine walking through Peckham off the train at 12, 12 at night then. That's what I had to do. Um like I said, uh, my mum was always doing her thing. My dad was never interested. So I had to do it on my own. And uh, who who was or possibly is your biggest influence in football? As in wanting to play? Um, as in wanting to play, um, football in heroes? Uh, so when I started watching football, uh, obviously everyone knows about R9, he was the guy that I really enjoyed watching. Um, I watched him all the time. Was you know you can never escalate to be or be what he is. But I always thought to myself, oh, this guy's a player. Like if I can be anywhere near what he has, I could be half decent." But yeah, he was one of the reasons why I wanted to play football a lot more, um, and just the enjoyment of it. Actually, you know what? Like, sorry, like I'm. I've just kind of clocked on in terms of what you said originally, where, you know, um, 
you was on playing football um, with your cousins and with your cousins, like, were you like the best one there? And and literally, how was that kind of rival? You know, that kind of rivalry and and like, was it your 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 cousins or was it your uncle that said, right, like you've got talent? No, no. Um, to be honest with you, none of them, none of them even said it. Um, just remember playing football with them, like sometimes at the back of the house near the garages, just having a kick about. Um, I remember. One time that sticks in my head was my cousin, because they were all quite older than me. Mm. So one time my cousin was like, oh, we're going football. Do you want to come? So I was like, okay, you know, I'll come. Then I went. I remember at this time I didn't have no football equipment. I didn't have no boots or anything like that. And um, so we went there and the guy was like, oh, we're, we're a player, shoot. So I'm sitting there. And he was like, do you want to play? So I'm like, oh, I'll play. And the kid was, oh, mate, it's like, I'm not even that tall now. Imagine back then, like the kid was drooping off in me. <laughs> like, I was doing all sorts of roll-ups and stuff. <laughs> um, and I just played. And my cousin was like, oh, you're, like, um, come along a bit more often. So I said, oh, okay, if, I, if you if you let me. Um, so they said, yeah, yeah, come, come. So I just went. But they never, no one ever really said, oh, yeah, you, you've got a bit about you or you're, you're a decent player. So I guess at the time you just think you're just making up numbers, isn't it? Like, and it's getting out of the house. So for me, me living there, I was a sixth kid, so it's weren't a massive house. So living there, I was, I was, I just wanted to be out of the house. Didn't want to be in the house. So, um, and my my personality was I wanted to be doing stuff all the time, whether it's climbing, like I said, whether it's climbing, doing cycles. So I was just yeah, let me play. But yeah, no, never. None of them, none of them really said to me, "Oh, you're a good player." Obviously, my mum said it to me, "Oh, you're good." I mean, you hear it from your mum, you think, oh, "Yeah, yeah." You're always gonna say that. You know what I mean? Like you hear it from your mum, and you're like, "Oh, you're always gonna say that." But no, no, I'll be honest. No one really ever said it to me. Like it was in my family, if I'm honest. Um, so yeah, and I just kind of went on my own instinct, and obviously, once I got asked from Gav, love that. Love that. So uh, we have a few comments. So we've got one from Patterson. Uh, big up Chrissy, top baller, and good evening as well. Good evening. Uh -huh. And and FSS, Chrissy did to reach sign you up for Catholic. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout, out, shout out, Daniel, man. I appreciate that. Honestly, love. I appreciate all the, the love, man. And um, no, 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 he didn't try to sign me for Catford. And to be fair, after after he reads the full performance against us, I don't think he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! Oh, so um, you you you're funny enough like you kind of mentioned it briefly, but I mean, can you remember your your earliest football memory? My earliest football memory. Yeah. Uh, so one of my earliest football memories. Um, oh, this one be a, this one's this one's a corker. Cool I remember um playing for Leighton Square, and um we. We had a game and we didn't have a keeper. Um, imagine <laughs> back in the day, I was tiny. And um, me, what I was like, what are you, what are you kind of tiny now? So, what do you mean? Uh, listen, I was tiny, I'm doing all right for the minute. But, and I, and I, I said, I'll go and go. I said, I'll go. And then again, the kids drooping off me, the gloves. I don't think, I think the gloves, if, if anyone would have shot, they would have bent back. Like, it was crazy. And I remember getting absolutely annihilated in goal. I mean, they could have shot from anywhere, and I, like, they were going in. 
So that was uh, that's been a memory that sticks to me because I've I've always I remember standing in the goal and looking thinking, bloody hell, this goal is massive, man. Mm. So yeah, that's that's one memory as like when I first started out. Um, that, that's that's always kind of stuck for me, and that's when I always knew, yeah, I'll never be a keeper. Yeah. But so, um, but for you to um, put, put your hand up and actually want to go and go, what uh, was that? That maybe you you wasn't too sure if you was good enough to play on the pitch, or yeah. were you trying to like please your peers? Like, what was? I mean, I know it's weird, but like, what was kind uh, of going through your mind if you can remember? I I would say it, it was more of a it was more of a confidence thing. Um, like when I looked at the team that we had. As a kid, listen, my, my old Leighton Square, we, we, we had some ballers, like very, very good players. But even to this day, like, I, I look at them now and I think, wow, the team we had is mad. And how most of us, or well, not say most of us, most of them didn't move on to play professional football. It was crazy. And um, when you're looking around the change room and you're just thinking to yourself, Do you know, these guys are better than me, man. I might as well go in the sticks. And that's kind of why I did it in a way. Because... Um, yeah, they, we like I said, we had a very good team, and confidence was always a thing for me in football. Um, never really believed in my ability. Uh, never really thought I was a good player. So that was kind of what made me go in the sticks. I just said, you know what? Let these guys play. I'll go in the sticks, innit? I didn't do anything. I didn't do. I didn't do great in the sticks, but I just thought, let the guys play. Let them do their thing. Yeah, and that, that that was about it, really. That, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I just thought they were better than me. Let them do their job. And speaking about confidence and, of course, like mental health, that you know, that can also be like part of our process, even as adults, as 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 men. It's all about confidence, especially when you're when you're playing a game with your peers. You know, it's literally looking in the change room or literally looking out on the pitch, thinking, "Wow, like this, like." player is doing well like where do I fit in here isn't it it's, it's you know like it kind of does run run throughout your whole journey yeah yeah definitely definitely um like mental health side of things I, I'm a big advocate for mental health like even to this day I still kind of I'm, I, I fluctuate from it um and I went through a bad patch years and years ago um which really affected me um so when it comes to mental health and confidence and stuff like that it it really knocked me back. Uh, not so much now. I try really try my best, but back in the day, um, it's very very difficult. And again, like you say, you're looking around and you just think to yourself, "Well, oh, this guy's playing well. Or, yeah, I'm not better than this person. So well, what, am I, what what do I do?" And you know, because I started and I wasn't too sure about my football journey, what I wanted to do, just thought, "Let me just let me just go and see what happens." And Mr. Cass has come in and said, top player and top, top look. Yeah. <laughs> hey, love Cass, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, kind of moving on uh, to probably closer to, say, I'd say, like the present day. And again, mm. I, again, let me be absolutely crystal clear. So, um, I, I first knew about you uh, playing for the wall. And you know, they kept saying wizard, this wizard, that free kicks, wizard. Da, 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 da. So let's you who who kind of coined you with this nickname wizard? And um, how like do you feel about being called the wizard? Um 
so for the wizard thing how it came about was obviously i went through a, a decent little patch where um i scored i'd say three three very good goals which were very similar and they were very consistent of each other so one was one week one was the other one was the other um and it was just randomly so the the guy that does the um commentary uh shout out jay if he, I don't know if he's watching but i'm our guy jay at the wall um he was one of the ones that just came up with the wizard and as far as i'm aware i'm assuming they were saying it's to do with the fact that i've got a decent right foot um and then yeah I went on to score a couple free kicks and stuff like that and yeah it just it just kind of stuck um at first yeah like being me being a, being a very what's the word like within myself kind of person it kind of took me a little bit i was a bit like oh sh oh man i've got like, this name's kind of going on in us it's kind of pressure but then yeah it just it just kind of it just went with it and i just you know what i just ran with it man um at the end of the day like, i just appreciate the shout out and just them them doing that because obviously it's helped me in certain aspects with other things so i don't mind it now so and maybe at the beginning i was a little bit I'm not sure but now I'm now I'm like you know what cool it is what it is that's my name I'll take it um, and yeah it's 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 gone well it's gone well so far and and actually you know but again I've just kind of thought thought of a question now so I mean um, and like apologies if I'm kind of jumping from no from no cool. go on, um, so if so if you were going to relive a decade either from your teens. To your twenties, regarding you know football and like life in general and kind of happiness and just how things were kind of going, mm -hmm. like would you want to relive your teens or your twenties and and like could and could you tell that the viewers why? Uh, do you know what? Honestly, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go and change back. I wouldn't go back and change anything. Look. Um, Everything happened for a reason, yeah. And if it was meant to be, if it was meant to be, it would have happened. And lo and behold, it didn't happen for me. So all I can do is I can be grateful for things that have happened for me, grateful for the way that football has gone for me, and just appreciate it now, just move forward because um, I've had some highs, had some very lows in football, in life in general. But it's made me the person I am now. And I'll be honest, if it's, it's helped a lot, uh, especially with confidence and stuff like that. Like, if you didn't know me a few years back, for me to come on now and do this, I would never have done it. Because it's, it's not, it's not, it was never in my nature to do it. Um, so, no, I wouldn't change nothing, man. I, I, I'm happy, I'm happy where it's gone. And obviously, long, long may it continue and let's see what happens. And what's been the highlight of your footballing journey thus far and the lowest point? So, we'll start with the lowest. So the lowest was, um, I remember playing for Dulwich uh, Aspire Academy and it was the FA Youth Cup. We had Fulham. And if I can remember rightly, um, we were winning. I think we were winning the game. And 
my guy, I think it's my my man I was marking, uh, Michael Timlin, he ran off me and I think he scored the equaliser and took us the pennies. Then, um, during the pennies, obviously everyone's doing their thing. And then I, I've, I've stepped up. And I'll be honest with you, I, I was kind of beaten from the moment I took it. Before I even stepped, I'd take the ball. I was like, I'll take it. But then when I walked up, I was like, oh, shit. There's a lot of people there now watching. And everything. Sorry for the language. I didn't mean no, that. No, no, it's um, Obviously, a lot of people watching and stuff like that had family there. And then I stepped up, took the penalty and missed. And lo and behold, we ended up getting knocked, knocked out. And that was, that knocked me massively, man. Um, imagine not being confident beforehand to then doing that in front of, I'd say a good few hundred people there watching. Yeah, it, it knocked me back massively. Um, that was maybe my lowest point in, in my footballing career. Uh, it hit me hard. Um, and if we're going to go with the highest point, there's I'd say there's two. Uh, playing for Greenwich Bar year, years and years ago, uh, I remember playing a team called Hungerford. And we were... Play, I think Charlie, Charlie Austin was playing for them at the time. And um, we had him in the FA Vars. I remember us losing. And I've got the ball. We're playing, playing. I've got the ball out wide. And... I've somehow got down the wing and I've whipped it and we've scored equalised last minute to take it to a replay and just the feeling of um, doing that and then obviously because they were one of the favourites to win the cup so for us to do that and then go into a replay it was, it was buzzing man it's like one of the best feelings and then obviously my my recent win with the wall obviously that's that's what will be up there man like only being together for two years and going on and winning one of the biggest cups in um Obviously, Sunday League, which is the PPC. Um, yeah, that was that was a big that was a big moment because it it was nice to be part of something new, and then obviously playing a massive part in that, and then going to like lift that trophy because at the time there was a lot of people were going through a lot of things, so to be able to do it together as a team and for for certain people on the outside of football um, that are involved with the wall. Uh, that was a really high moment for me. So they're they're, they're my highs and my lows at the moment. So with those three situations, from being the lowest to like the biggest euphoria in your footballing journey, how how like did the management and the players kind of react from from missing a penalty mm. to kind of everything that you did at the top end? I mean, is there kind of a um, huge correlation? So, with missing the penalty in such a big game, there's, no matter no matter what people do or what people say to you, it's not going to help, in it? Like that was a massive thing for us. Like, we got to Fulham, we've, we've done really well, and then to miss the penalty, kind of no matter how no matter how anyone manages, whether it's your teammates, whether it's your manager, you're all, you're you're going to feel how you feel. So for me, like they, they tried their best, like they tried to talk to me, they tried to make me feel better. But I I personally couldn't feel any better. I, I thought like I, I felt real rough like rubbish from it because for me, I weren't just playing with my friends, but well, so I weren't just playing with my teammates, I was playing with friends that I grew up with. So for me, that hurt me even more because I let my friends down, not just my teammates. And when I say when I say friends, I mean there was people in the team that I grew up from from a young age that I've known for years. And for me to miss for me to miss it at that time, I was like, oh damn. 
I've got to go look at these guys in the face around the area and stuff like that. And it's just like, how, how are they going to look at me now after? So that was very difficult, um, a difficult time. But they never, no one was ever bad to me. Like everyone was, everyone was amazing, man. They, they, they tried their best to pick me up and stuff like that. But you know, I mean, whatever, whatever goes through your head and whatever you're thinking at the time, it could never be helped in it. Uh, round about, so like with the other stuff on the highs, listen, they, they, some amazing, like even at the time of Greenwich Bar, some really good, really good management. Uh, I don't know if any of them are in the game now, but um, yeah, they, they were really good. And like the way that they lifted you up, like even when we were losing at the time and they were saying, oh, come on, man, we've got this. Like all it takes is one goal. Everything changes with one goal. And then literally last kick of the game, we've equalised and, that's a massive, massive feeling, man. I think it's like the last 16 as well. So it was a massive stage. And then obviously we end up getting slapped in the in the in the replay. But at the time, you'll take that, man. It's money for the club. So you'll take that. And then for the wall, listen again. Um I've no I know people with say something that they might like as friends that I've known for a while. So again, they just say and do the right things, man. They've always They've always made sure that we're okay. They always make sure that we are always on the right the right page and always there for us. So when when it comes around to things like that, you you kind of want to play for them. So it makes it easier for you. So yeah, that's that's about it really. If you could, don't mind me asking, and and uh, you know um, uh, you don't have to answer. Um, when was the last time that you cried, and and what was the reason why you cried? Uh, the last time I cried was my dad dying. Um, now, like I said, um, that that hit me hard because we never. So, like I said before, he never really. He he never really thought about football in anything, and my dad, like people on here, if anyone's watching, knew my dad. My dad was, <laughs> so. My dad was a was a, a different kind of guy. He was he was brought up different. So my dad's side of the family were very hard, very hard. You couldn't show any weakness. You were never allowed to show weakness. And um, I never really see me and him never really see eye to eye. Obviously, for other reasons. And as time went on, as, as we kind of grew apart. So when. I found out he was ill and he was, he was dying, seeing him in a certain way. And he, he was really bad to the extent where he couldn't, he couldn't string a sentence together. So for us to even communicate and try and hash out anything that we, we couldn't do years ago was very, very difficult. And then it kind of hit me hard after. Because, you know, like you think to yourself, oh, it is what it is, we don't really talk and whatever. After, when I actually sat back and thought about it, I was like, damn. I could make, did I do something wrong? Should, should I have done more as his son to go and reach out to him and stuff like that? And then that's when it hit me hard and I just broke down. I'd say for about, it's not even an exaggeration, but a solid week. A solid week, like there weren't a day that I didn't, I weren't emotional. Do you know what I mean? That drive to work on your own, it's, it's a long drive, you know, it's only 30 minutes, but within that 30 minutes, whatever, all that stuff that goes through your head, it's, it's it's very it's very difficult. It's a dark place, and yeah, I I would say I cried most of the time going to work because you can't help but think like, what should I have done? What could I have done? And yeah, it was very 
that that time when he died was a very difficult time for me. Um, and even now, I still feel about sit back. Like it sounds weird, but even when, even though he's never into football, when I won the trophy with the wall, I was like, right, you know what? It'd have been nice if you're here to see this. And that kind of that kind of hit me. I didn't get emotional about it, but that kind of hit me. And yeah, it was it was it was it was difficult. So I'd say. I don't know. He's been gone for nearly about a year now, so about a year ago. I've really had a proper, proper cry. And um, as a kind of family, and uh, you know, as a as a community, um, do you, does everyone now bond together? Like you know, is like that a responsibility and a you know and a thought that you kind of have now that you know, yes, you know, I want to spend more time with with family and close friends and yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I don't, I don't really talk to my dad's side anyway but it made me sit and think like for my mum my two sisters my niece and my nephew and my very close friends I I just sit and think to myself you know what I need to make more time for them because it's every you know what I mean tomorrow is never given man anything can happen tomorrow so I try and make as much time as I can I'm always available for people to talk to me you know what I mean I'm not I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying I'm going to change the world, but you know what I mean? Just being there to lend an ear to someone it makes a big difference, man. So, um, yeah, I'm always available for my friends, my my two sisters, my niece, my nephew, my mum. So try and keep it, my, even my partner, my missus, like even us two, we just, I'm just there. And even her like nieces and stuff, I'm always available. And I just try and do as much as I can for them at the moment. Um, because yeah, I don't wanna, I don't wanna go through it again in regretting and having that over me. So yeah. Uh, Michael Lambert's come in and said, "Big, big baller, the wizard." M M Michael, like you've not seen me play. Oh yes, you know it's Michael Lambert. Yes, yes, yes. I know Michael. Yes, you. Yes, you have seen me play. Let me, let me keep it. Yeah, let me keep my mouth shut. <sighs> So, <laughs> oh, so I was repping the LSU. I can't look at you. You are you are fully kitted out, fully, fully, fully kitted out. Love hey, you asked, you asked for it, so I might as yeah. well. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, come on, Michael. Yeah, big up to you, Mike. Are you listen? Mike has got an absolute peach of a goal against. Oh, mate, what a player! Um, listen, I mean. Anyway, let me yeah. <laughs> so um you, you kind of mentioned that you've like been with the wall for two years, you've like been with LSU for less than a season. So you um how did you join the wall and also how did you join LSU Masters? Uh all right, so started with the wall. I was originally at Kamazi. I don't know if you know you know Kamazi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was originally with Kamazi, like James, that's that's my guy, man. Um very, very good friend of mine, James. And um what a legend in the game as well, by the way. So big up, big up all the Kamazi boys, man. Like that's that's my that they're my peoples, man. Seriously, like got so much time, love everything for them. Still play for them on a seven aside as well. So yeah, I started um pardon me, I started playing for them a uh, couple few few years back now. When we I think they just I joined them just after they joined the Auburn Bromley League. Um, and I was with them for like three years and I was lucky enough to be with them to win the league that year. So okay. they, we, we obviously, we started, we struggled. Mm -hmm. I remember the first year, we really find it difficult. 
think we just got out of relegation. The next year we finished higher up the table, mid table, and then the five, the third year we went on to win it. Uh, obviously, we just pipped uh, SC Dons to the title, and um, just remember playing. And then uh, obviously I got approached by Sace, and I'm quite a low. I'm, I'm a very loyal person, like. When he when he when Sace rung me, I said, "Look, I'm with I'm with Kamazi, man. Like, I can't just up and leave." Um, and I remember playing them. I remember playing them actually, and um, I scored against the wall actually. I remember scoring a free kick against the wall. Uh, we knocked him out the cup. I felt really bad actually, and um, yeah. And then obviously footballing reasons, um, I just ended up joining them. Uh, I think just went there, phone station said, "Yeah, look, if you want me to play, I'm available." He said, "Yeah, straight away." Snapped me up. And then, um, yeah, just joined. And obviously, the rest is history, man. Obviously, been there now for, what, two, two three years now. Um, it's going really well. Listen, they've got a very, very good setup. Um, the people running behind behind, behind the scenes, excellent people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the management. Uh, big up, say, Sean, Leon. Big up, um, Percy as well. And um, all them guys, they're like, seriously, what they're trying to do is they're trying to do big things, man. And um, yeah, that's that's how I got to Kamazi. And you say, how did I get to LSU? Yeah, LSU Masters. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well, again, I was as you know, as you know, I was with Holland uh, last year. Uh, again, playing with friends, um, very very close friends. Again, like people I've known for years, growing up with from where I live. Playing with them, um, as you know, we went on to win the Division Three. Um, obviously got to a cup final, didn't work out in our favour, and then um, then no, I just uh, just had a had a think, just thought like, what do I want to do? And then randomly LSU just messaged me. I think Lloyd, I think it's Lloyd that messaged me and was just like, what am I doing next year? I said, oh, I don't know. And he said, look, we'd love you to come down. Um, obviously, I've heard so many positive things about LSU, as you know, Sace is there as well, so. As I said, you know what? They're in Division One. I, I want to try my hand there. You know, what I, mean? I want to try see if I if I can push it with the big boys. So went up there, yeah, and yeah, joined, enjoyed it. It's going well so far. That's it, man. Really. Um, and I appreciate, I appreciate everything. Like, obviously, I appreciate Holland. That's my guys. Nothing but love for them. And yeah, I appreciate uh, LSU giving me the opportunity to come and do my thing. So again, let me. And again, I just want anyone that's kind of watching this now uh, that doesn't know, like, so you play at the elite level of grassroots on a on a Sunday Sunday because, of course, the wall have now been entered into the Sunday football league. Yeah, and then on Saturday you play or well, LSU Masters at the at the elite side of you know Masters football. Mm. How how like do you kind of keep your body going and literally what's your recovery like? Uh, I get asked this quite a lot actually. How do I do both? How do I do both days? Um, I drink like I never realized how much of a massive part of water, water is in your life, you know, and how much it helps your recovery. I drink a lot of water. Um, I, I think I think about five between five to six years ago, I changed my diet. I went from eating meat to pescatarian, which has made a massive part uh, in my ability to play on, but. I've just never stopped playing. Uh, listen, if you, if anyone on here knows me well enough, if there's a football match, I'm there. If I could kick about, if it's a kick about my friends, I'm there. 
if it's a seven or seven, I'm there. Like any any bit of football, I, I just try not to stop. And um, one thing I've noticed is that if you if you can keep playing, do it because it's good for your health. It's good for your mental health. And yeah, and I um, I do a lot of stretching. Uh, my my partner, she's a yoga instructor, so I'm trying to introduce yoga into my um, my life. Um, I do I do a lot of foam rolling, quite a lot. Um, listen, I used to be I used to go running every day, man. Um, I used to run every morning. I used to do like five ten k's, uh, like without foul. And they're the things that help me carry on. Um, and I think because I've been playing for so long and. I've always played some sort of Saturday stroke Sunday. It's played a massive part in me being able to play for this long. So, yeah, it's been it's been all right. And um, and again, I, I can I can kind of talk from experience now in terms of your your movement. Like you know, it's I mean it's weird because because like when you actually watch you play, I'm I'm I mean actually being involved, you wasn't really moving a lot, but like your movement. Is really effective. Like you know, you know, you're not gonna go into crazy tackles. Like you're not gonna be running at 100 miles an hour. But like your movement in, you know, in and around the 18 yard box, in and around the area. I mm. mean, is that, you know, is that discipline? Is that, you know, again, self-taught? Be watching someone, and again, does does that that also allow you to kind of also play two games because both managers, you know, from LSU and also the wall know exactly what your strengths are. Um, to be fair, listen, um, I, I believe that I work quite hard. Like, even though you say I don't necessarily move quite hard. You work hard. I work hard off the ball and stuff like that. But when it comes to, when it comes to things like that, I remember years ago, I got coached to play in the tent. Or, uh, you know, the 10, the attacking midfield. Um, I remember my, I think it was Gavin, I can't remember if it was Gavin or some, someone pulled me aside and they just said to me, like, one of the hardest people to mark is someone who stands still. Mm. And um, I remember him saying to me, you're coming too far over when the ball's, when the ball's building up, you're coming too far over, you're killing your space. So at the time I was like, what's, what's he talking about? Like, I want to get the ball. And he said, no, no, like, think of it like this. When the ball's on one side, if you just stay away from the game, one, everyone gets drawn to the ball, and two, you come, you become, you come alive when, when the ball is near or around you. And then I was, when I thought about, it, I was like, what's it? I don't, I don't get it. Then one day they just said to me, look, try it. When the ball's on the build up, just stand still, don't like, just stay in that position, see what happens. So I did it, and I remember I just looking around, I was thinking, wow, no one around me. Then somehow, bang, bang, the ball ended up at my feet. I'm facing the back line. I was like, oh, wow, this actually works. And I was attacking the back line. And obviously, I don't remember it amounting to anything. But just remember that. And I just said to myself, oh, wow, that's actually quite clever, actually, when I think about it. And then ever since, that's kind of how I've learned how to play at them, that position. But back in the day, I was never really... I've only kind of just started playing more than midfield. I was always a winger. I was a winger that was very direct. Um like if anyone knows me, if anyone on here can remember from back in the day, I used to be a very, very direct winger. A lot of the time, play from the left hand side, and just when I got the ball, just run and drive at you, and you know what I mean, a little school here or there or whatever. But it was very, it was very, very 
quick at running with, with the ball. I, I, I always thought I was faster with the ball than without it. Mm. Um, and yeah, then it was only as time got on, I started playing midfield and then playing a little bit deeper and a little bit higher. Love that, love that. And uh, Patson has come in and said, Pescatarian gang. Actually, what's your um, what's your official choice? Mine? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say it's got to be between tilapia or or bream. Rain, I, I think I had one, I think it's like a rainbow bream. It was really nice, actually. Uh, remember my partner's mum bought it and I was like, hey, this is really nice. But obviously coming from, she's obviously come from a Caribbean household. Which is very, it was very seasoned very well. So it's, yes, I think that's why I liked it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's between them two, really. Yeah. Okay. And and like, will you have fish with, with like, um, whole wheat pasta, rice, like, will um, I'm a, I'm a bad, I'm bad for rice. I love rice. Hmm. Anyway, hey, listen, I love a bit of rice, maybe yeah. a bit of jollof, bit of uh, rice. <laughs> just, I'm all over that. Wait, actually, uh, actually, actually, I've got a question. Nigerian or Ghanaian jollof? Uh, I'm going to go Ghanaian. So, good night, people. The show is done. <laughs> I'll see everyone next week. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> He's using this. He's using this as a plot, isn't he? He's trying to get what, I him, what I did to him when we played Catford. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, no, I just, I, I just, because uh, obviously Kamazi, uh, uh, Ghanaian, isn't it? So yeah, I had yeah. quite a lot of um, Ghanaian jollof. So for me, but listen, hey, don't sleep on Sierra Leone jollof. You know, very, very nice. You know, listen. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. I'm about to try that. I'm about to try that still. So, um, you you could have mentioned, um. The game in uh, against well, actually, you no, you haven't mentioned, but you can mention that you got to a final with Hollington, and it was against Charcoal. Mm-hmm. I was there. Um, to be honest with you, I wasn't. I mean, like I saw you guys warm up. I thought, okay, this is literally going to be a game. Mm. But during the game, it was so one-sided. It was crazy. Um, yeah. I, I think probably the only thing that you literally outnumbered Charcoal was probably the support. Hmm. Literally everything else, like just charcoal, was just all over you. And yeah. again, to be fair, you like I, I wasn't really impressed with your performance. Um, yeah, I, I, I admit I was terrible on the day. I weren't for me. I weren't good enough um, on the day. I didn't affect the game um, as much as I thought I could have. Um, but yeah, I think Mike, Mike has mentioned before we we had a game plan. Obviously, it went it went it was going very well. And to a certain extent, and obviously they scored the first goal, and then yeah, obviously we had to go for it. But um, you know, what I mean, look, at the end of the day, what can you say? You we lost to a team that's done what the treble quadruple. There's no, there's no bad, no bad feeling about it. Do you know what I mean? We got to a final. Wasn't it? Wasn't meant to be. Um, the only thing, the only, the only regret I have is that, for me on a personal level. Is I didn't affect it enough, um, and when I had the opportunity to do stuff, I, I didn't do what I should have done. Yeah. And um, listen, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I would have changed it. I would have made us win the game or anything like that. But just on a personal level, I just don't think I did enough. I was getting very frustrated, and um, yeah. But listen, it is what it is, and it has, as you say, they're a very good team. They went on to do the is it the quadruple? Yeah, it quadruple uh, or just um, well, or was it just the treble? 
outside of trouble, but of course they won the charity shield. But you know, in terms of the kind of competition side of it, they yeah, they like. Yeah, well, I mean, they, I mean, they've got trophies. They've got trophies. They speak, they speak for themselves, isn't it? And then they so, and if I'm correct, we we're a new team. So to get that far and do what we did, listen, you can't, you can't knock that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's it. And, and again, you know, um, I was kind of watching everyone's body language, and again, like I think there was only a few players, probably Millie, that probably came out with any sort of credit. But people's body language in the game mm. was like it was just as if like everyone just looked defeated, especially after the second goal. Everyone yeah. defeated. I mean, how important is body language um, in like football when you've got oh. the ball and you don't have the ball? When you, you know, I'm just like, what's Ma it's massive, man? It's massive. Like you think about it. So until they scored the first goal, all right, we might not have done a lot with the ball, but we were in the game. Obviously, they've had their shot. They've scored now. You just become, you, you slightly become deflated. Then they go and get another goal. That's it. You're, you're just like, oh man, like it's going to be a long day sort of thing. But with body language, like you think about it, you play football and you're looking at your opponent. Now, if your opponent is deflated and they're showing defl their body language, showing bit, you know you've got them. That's when you go for the kill. And that's exactly what happened. Like they see that we, we, uh, as you as you say, we, we, we were gone, and then they just went for they just went for the kill and ended up getting us. And obviously, I think it was like five nil, was it or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what 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 more can you do? Um, yeah, and as you say, Millie Millie played really well, man. And like, I feel he was restricted a bit. He he should have played a bit higher, but obviously, he did a job for the team. Gaff Arson did a job, and he did a job, and he did a very very good job. Um, but yeah, no, look, Millie's a player, man, very, very good player. Um, as you as you, as you're fully aware yourself, like, he's a very good player. Um, but yeah, in football, body language is a massive thing, man. If you if you come across as a as you've got your head high and you're ready to play, that can go in your favour because then other people will look and think, okay, they're up for it. But the moment you show that your body language is, is low and you're not up for it. That's it. People are just going to go for it. And then it's hard for you to get out for games. It's hard for you to do certain things, move the ball, your first touch and stuff, because you're not ready for that. And you kind of just give up. And it's not a good thing to do, but that's kind of what happened, isn't it? So, uh, Bad Savage has come in and said, um, Come on, Bad. Come on, Bad. You know me. Good, good job off that. Nah, Baz, man, come on, man, come on, man. This is this is. Well, why are people sleeping on Nigerian Jelloff, man? You know, you know. Um, you might have to do amateur football on Jelloff, innit? You know what? That might have to be a thing. You know, that Listen, might. Have to be... If it if it pops off, remember I was the one. Who gave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. Oh dear! And uh, the black unicorn said, "Never got minded on match." AOL. <laughs> hey. Uh, and again, Basav just kind of come in and said, uh, big up to you, loving the work, uh, respect. But again, listen, you know what? Without you guys, there, there'll be no show. So um, again, um, shout out to you, um, the wizard and again, kind of coming on and literally talking about your story. And again, big yeah. shout out to you. Come on, you know, man. Baz. we done, man. Honestly, thank you. Thank you so much. So um, coaching. So you're you're a coach. Um, <laughs> why do you love coaching? And uh, literally, I'm going to literally... 
and again, guys, if you know, um, please, please go and check out um, Chris's um, uh, coaching page on Instagram at underscore coach underscore hubs underscore. Um, yeah, uh, as I said, um, how, how did I get into coaching? So I've always, so as, as years went on with football, um, I started liking it a lot more. I watched a lot of football and just watching, analysing and watching certain people and stuff like that. And then how certain managers and then how the game changes through the years. And I was just like, oh, this is very interesting, man. And I kind of thought to myself, I want to be a coach. I say, if I don't play football, I want to be in football in some sort of aspect. And it was the very first lockdown. I remember sitting at home, me and my partner was talking. And I said, oh, I kind of want to get into, I want to get into coaching. I want to start my own little coaching thing. She said, well, do it. I said, no, I don't know, I don't know. Again, confidence, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's only now that I've, I've started being confident in myself, I'll be honest. Um, the last few years, I, I was never confident. Like, And I was sitting there, I was going, no, it might not work. It might not happen. She's going, you have to just try, just try. And I weren't working at the time. And I had like a little bit of money left in my bank. And she said, listen, just buy the equipment and see what happens. I said, okay. So I bought the equipment, spoke to... She said, let's do an Insta page. So we set up the Insta page. And then I spoke to her friend's husband. And I said, listen, can you do me a favour? I want to make a logo for my um, coaching. So he said, yeah, give me an idea of what you want. So I gave him some ideas. And uh, he done it. Um, he, he's not watching, but big up, Edmund. Um, very, very good. He done my logo and that for me. Then I just said, you know what? Let's see how it goes. So I, said, I put it out there. Got a lot of love, people. Obviously, through my through my footballing family, that people I know, friends and stuff, they helped me out. Then, yeah, I just started doing it, started doing it, and then it started blowing up. Like Insta, people started messaging me. Oh my god, can you do a session for? Can you do a session for me? Do a session for me? So yeah, coming in, started happening, building, building, building. Then out of nowhere, one of my friends who works at Millwall, he's a scout. He messaged me and was like, "Listen, there's a there's an availability at Millwall." I'm like, huh? Me? It's like, yeah, yeah, like, you want to come and join? And again, I sat there thinking, you want me to join? I'm like, come on, man. I'm, and then he said, yeah, like, come, man. I said, okay. When, yeah, join Millwall. So I'm, I'm coaching at Millwall uh, Pre Academy now. So I'll, I'll coach with the under sevens, under eights. Obviously, slowly but surely, see what happens from there. Join them. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's really, really good. I love it. And one of the reasons why I did it is, my so my job that I do apart from football and coaching is I work in a school with children that are vulnerable. So obviously they have learning difficulties, uh, ADHD, autism, and stuff like that. And I've worked with that job. I've always worked in that sort of some sort of aspect of that. And being able to help them and see how they progress and how they learn and stuff like that, it's always it's so rewarding. So when I was doing that, I kind of sat back and went, you know what? Can I do it in a football aspect? And can I help these kids, whether it's a kid, whether it's an adult, whoever it is, can I help them to not go through what I went through? Can I go? Can I help them and make them feel like they can be whatever they want to be? So whenever I coach now, I'm not just coaching on a football aspect. I'm, I'm coaching on a personal level. So I'm sitting, I'm talking to them and saying, look, don't be like me. Don't have faith in yourself. Whether you, whether you don't think you're a good footballer or not, Believe in your ability, man. Like at the end of the day, 
your mum and your dad, they can do whatever they want for you, but it's all about what you believe in yourself. And that's kind of helped me along the way in in where I've where I've come now within my coaching. So yeah, it's, for me, it's a it is a coaching thing. I am here to help the kids progress. I'm here to push them on and get them as far as they can. But at the same time, I'm out here trying to help them on a personal level um, and ensure that one that they're learning, two that they're enjoying football and they're playing with a smile on their face. Free that they believe in themselves and that they believe they can be whatever they want, whether it's in football, whether it's not in football, just that they that just the fact that they believe because I never did that. Like it's like I said, it's only recently now that I've started believing in my own well, not my own ability, but I've started saying, No, let me be a bit more confident. Like when I walk on the pitch, I'm going to be the best player today. I'm going to be like I've said this at LSU, like when I turned up the training, and this is for me, it was a massive thing. Like, I turned up and said. Oh, they've got some good players. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best at training tonight. And lo and behold, a lot of them come up to me after. And said, very, I remember the very first training session, they come up to me and said, no, he was, he was class tonight. And I said, oh, I appreciate it. But if you'd have known me before, never would have happened. I would never have said that. So I just try and do that for the kids. And I love coaching, man. Like, it's, it's, it's become a massive passion of mine now. Massive, massive passion, which I never thought I would do. Amazing. And, 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 and again, you... you touched upon it it's it's a very interesting to actually hear you speak and to kind of hear your journey hear your life you know at this present moment in time and 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 you kind of talk about belief and you kind of talk about confidence and and you're very open in terms of again like your own um frailties also as well you, you want to give the um other other kids that opportunity to like thrive and to believe themselves mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know so it's kind of a very interesting, you know, just hearing you speak of you being, you know, so kind of, um, you know, just kind of looking around and thinking, well, you know, I don't really belong here. Well, like just seeing you on the pitch and kind of seeing like how you are, like you do belong on the pitch. You do, you know, um, belong at Millwall coaching that the kids look there. Like, you know, you are doing amazing things. Yeah, no, look, I, I appreciate Like, seriously, I appreciate it. Um, to hear you say that, it, it means a lot. But, yeah, like I said, um, back in the day, like, how I am now is very, very different to how I was when I was slightly younger. Like, people will know I was a guy that needed the arm around you. Um, and I think back in the day, you know, coaches and managers, they, they weren't really about that. Old school coaching was like effing and blinding. You're not good enough. Come on, do this, do that. And also in your footballing journey, when you got when you got people that are lifting you and then just dropping you, that shatters you, man. Like I've had people do that to me. You know what I mean? Not even just in football, but in my personal life. Do you get what I mean? Like I went from having everything to having nothing. Do you get what I mean? So you can't you can't help but let that affect you. No matter what you do. So yeah, I was like, yeah, like, as I said, it's, it's very difficult. As a footballer, I would never, never believed in my ability. Never believed the hype. Like, even if someone turned around and said to me, like, you're a good player, I'd be like, thanks. And then walk off and just be like, it's talking rubbish. Do you get what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's just how I was. Um, and it, it was very hard for me to believe what people were saying. Because, yeah, like I said, I had people call me up and be like, oh, why don't you come and join us, man? Like, yeah, you're a very good player, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll come and play. Then you'll be doing well. And out of nowhere, 
boom, you're not in. I'm like, wow, what's happened? And then it's like, oh, yeah, you're out of the team. The next minute is, you're not even in the squad. And you're thinking, so what, what did I do wrong? Then that's it. Just eats you, eats you, eats you. And you just sit and feed yourself, well, maybe I'm not that good. Do you, do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm not that good. And that's, and that's what happened to me. Um, and then that's why I sit in now and I think to myself, I don't want that to be the next kid. I want the kids to enjoy football first. Enjoy football and then hopefully something, if something comes of it, something don't come of it. But believe that if I'm not going to be a footballer, I'm going to be the best of whatever it is I'm going to do. Do you get what I mean? Like, you might not be, you might not be a footballer, but if you're going to go and be an electrician, I'm going to be the best electrician I am. And that's, and that's what I want these kids to believe. Um, even if it's a teenager, whether, even if it's an adult, if I can coach them and have make them have that belief, then I've done my job, innit? Love that. Love that. So um, we've had some uh, comments here. SFS, I said, uh, Chrissy, do not sleep on Morley's chicken. Hey, <laughs> live on Morley's. Hey, listen. Hey, new, hey Queen's Road. You used to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I used to love Morley's. Okay, on, on Queen's Road, mate. I, I had shares in that. <laughs> and uh, John Jones says, um, big up wizard. And uh, uh, John, big up to you as well. Appreciate it, John. Thank you. Millie's come in and said, like, man, like wizard, my family, big up, <laughs> big up, big up, Millie. That's my guy, Millie, man. That's my, that's my guy. Captain what of Bullington. Captain what of Bullington. What a legend, man. I've, I just said, I've known Millie for years. Like, I've won trophies with Millie. Me and Millie have been in teams for together for a very, very long time. And like I said, when I played at Holland, it weren't just friends, like, of just recent, these, these were friends from years back. You know what I mean? So I've, I've, I've got, as you say, family, like they're literally like family. And it's, it's, that to leave was very hard. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Smudge just said, great work, Wizard. Keep <laughs> it up, Again, that's my guy, man, Smudge. Yeah. Love yeah, Smudge, I'm, appreciate you, bro. Got a lot of time for like Smudge. And uh, yeah, there's um, going to be, um a lot more conversations with um, some amazing people in the comments. Yeah. So obviously, thank you, thank you so much. Um, Masters football. Um, mm. So, like, where like do you think it could get to? I would like love to get your opinion about that. Like, yeah, Masters football. Um, listen, I'll be honest with you. Um, I remember when I was reaching thirty-five, and people were saying to me, "Oh, you gonna come and play vets?" And I was like, "Nah, man, I can't play vets yet." Like. I never knew what vets was about. Like obviously, you think vets, and I, and I, and you think it's it's not what it is. Like what it is now, I never thought it was like that. And I, I remember people saying to me, "Come and play vets." I'm like, "No, nah, man, I can, I can still play Saturdays. I can still play Saturdays." And then um, to be in it, I'm like, "Bro, why didn't I do this earlier?" And listen, with people like yourself, like seriously, bro, I've said I've said this to you many a times, man. Like what you're doing. For grassroots, for 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 mental health, for um, masters football, keep it up. Like you're doing a massive, massive job. And honestly, um, with people like you that are backing it, and the more exposure it gets, listen, it's gonna be. It could be very big. It can be very big. And you look at you just look at some of the players that are in it. Like it's, this is it's not worth no walk in the park, man. There's some very, very good players, and like, you're playing against very good players week in, week out. Um, Come on, like you know, Holland have designed some unbelievable players already. Like you, you look at LSU, they're, they're stacked. You look at other teams like Charcoal, other teams in the league. Like, I don't really know much about a lot of people. I can only speak on, I can only speak on people that I know. And obviously, Holland, LSU, and Charcoal—the only ones I kind of know. I'm new to 
this is my second season in Vets Football, in Masters. So I can only speak on the experience that I've had so far. And believe me, I, I can imagine other teams that people know about in Vets that more like they've got some unruly players. They more like have. I don't know much, but listen, if it carries on going, it's going. I, I'm surprised it's not as big as it is already. Because um, let, just like, even like yesterday, we played yesterday, and to have that many people on the side for Vets Football, I was like, wow, this is mad. But it, it's good. And I, I'm listen, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I kind of regret not starting a bit earlier, but I'm here now. Like, let's see what happens. But I think for you personally, keep doing what you're doing because you are you're putting it out there on the map. Um, a lot of people are taking a more notice of it. Um, people are actually saying to me now about obviously amateur football. People come up to me and speak to me about LSU, and I'm and these people I think to myself, wow, they really know you lot knew about this, but it's down to yourselves and stuff that are that are making it big, man. So, yeah, we, like, we appreciate you for doing that. And LSU Masters have come in and said, Love this guy. Didn't just sign a player. <coughs> it's deeper than that. With the Wizard, he's already a senior player at LSU. Unbelievable. I appreciate uh, everyone, everyone at LSU. Like, like I said, going from, going from playing with my friends, so, like, the contrast of being at two teams, um, I went from playing with my mates and, like I said, my family to then going to join LSU, who, to I never really knew anyone there. And now I've, I've again, I've got another family because they've made me feel so welcome. So, it's, like, it's really nice. So, turning up every week and then people just talking to you and making you feel that you should be there, that's, that's what it's about. Like I've played in teams. I've played in teams where, and not even just vets, like any team. I've played in teams where people won't even talk to you, and you're sitting there going, "Right, we're teammates. You won't even talk to me." Do you know what I mean? And that never, that's never happened. I went to LSU, and I actually felt like I've been there for ages. And they, they did that. So, what more can you ask for, man? Like, it's, it just, it makes, it makes you want to play football. It makes you enjoy football more. And it was the same. With, it was the same with Holland being at Holland. Was exactly the same. Turn up and playing with your mates week in week out. Oh mate, what a joy! What a pleasure! You know what I mean? You can't then go and then winning the league. I'm beating like mate. What more do you want? Do you know what I mean? So and then now it's another journey. My my next journey begins with LSU and it started off really well. So and uh, where can people find you? I mean, um, uh, I can put your coaching, but where can people find you? Like um, so yeah. I'm on Twitter and stuff. Not very. I'm not overly active on. I'm, I'm active on Twitter, but not as much. So I was on Twitter, obviously, same thing, Krubby. Um, You can find me on Insta with the same one, and obviously on my coaching with um, the uh, Coach Hubs. They're the socials you'll find me on, and um, yeah, uh, I'll post as much as I can. Um, I post on my coaching one as much as I can whenever I try and do as many videos as I can, put them up there. Uh, but that's where you'll find me if anyone wants to reach out and whatever, have a chat. Like I said, look, um, I've been, I'm not saying I've been through worse than, but I've been, I've been through it. So if anyone ever wants to have a chat and if I'm always available, man, um, it's always nice to just lend it ear, have a chat to someone. So, yeah. yeah love that. Love that. And uh, I just want to say when um, when I was doing an Instagram live with Shugzy, um, it was absolutely ripping me apart. And, you know, I literally looked at, you know, uh, you, know <laughs> it, you know, like it shows, uh, the communication and the batter and people having a laugh and 
and you know again that's kind of what we need you know that you know that kind of, that kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we, 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 we spoke about it and um yeah i just see it you know what sometimes you see an opportunity you just go for it <laughs> You kind of feel you kind of feel bad, but yeah, no, it, it, it was funny. It was fun. it, it, it was a good it was a good evening. You know, Shooks Shooks loves it, man. He was he was enjoying life, <laughs> especially when, especially when it's against you as well. But hey, no, listen, shout out Shooks. You know, that's my. I think people forget I've known Shooks for a very long time as well. You know, a very very long time. So and that's that's my guy as well, man. Like, I've got so much time for him. Um, remember playing football together and stuff. And um, yeah, that's 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 my guy. A footballing world, like. It's such a small world, man. Like you know so many people, and you might not talk to people for a very long time, and out of nowhere, oh right, that person. And yeah, it's just, and that's why I love. I think that's one of the things why I love football is the fact that you know, I mean, you can go to football, you can get beat, and you could or win or whatever, and you can sit and have a conversation after. Obviously, like we said, me and you, we met at when we played Catford, yeah. and listen, after that we spoke for a very long. We spoke for I don't know about an hour, maybe longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? we, we spoke outside, went up to the bar, had a chat, and it's just little things like that. It's that's why football is a very, very big advocate for like mental health and stuff like that, man. It just it's is you go to release your stresses and stuff like that, you know what I mean, and spend some time with your friends and even the oppos- opposition teams and just enjoy the day. Yeah, right. Uh, so Holton have come in and said, uh, big up, 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 good luck for the year. Uh, well, said, of course, until you two, you know, meet in a in a in a semi final, then of course, you know, things will be different. But hey, oh man, will... no, listen, like you say, we always say, in it, like your friends off the pitch, and as everyone will know, Holland are footballing people, man. You cross that white line, we're not friends for ninety minutes, man. Then once the ninety minutes is done, we're back to being friends, and that's and that's how football should be, like. Listen, I've, like, like I've said, I've got so much time for everyone involved at Holland. Um, I never, ever left on bad terms. It was just a decision that I wanted to try and try my test in the next next division. And I wish them nothing but luck, man. Like, listen, they they want to do good things. If they if they continue how they're going, like, they, they've got a good, very, very good setup. Very, very good people running it. And I believe that they'll, they'll do well. Be... It'll be nice to see them in Division One. Okay, cool. Um, and and Mike is coming and said, "Bloody hell, hubs! You like seem to know everyone around here." <laughs> Told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, football, um, it's football. Football's a small yeah. world, man. Uh, yeah, great, great human being, definitely. And uh, Dean McDonald's quality player, hubs, my guy. Just oh. that, hey, what a player! What a player! <laughs> What a player. What, what a player. player. That's, you know what I mean? Like, Grayson, being able to grace the picture of this guy as well, mate. Unbelievable player, you know? Like, this is, I mean, when I look back, when I sit here and I think about some of the people I play football with, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I play football with some unreal, um, unreal players. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy, man. You know the strangest thing, and, and, and again, this is like my, my own kind of what mind. So, of course, like, Dean's a referee in it, so literally, you know, seen him do like three mm. and da da da. And um, actually, I saw him play for Jamie Leggett. It was for Jamie Leggett's team. It was for you know, um, yeah. health. Um, and uh, and he came onto the pitch, and I'm, and I'm seeing him just with with his little swagger, thinking, right, like, 
you're a ball, you know what it's like? Because automatically, like I think, oh, because you're a, like a referee, mm. you know, you're you are just a frustrated player. But I'm thinking this guy can play. Like right. he, 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 he was like, right, man, you know, but yeah, man can play. Yes, when you got when you got uh, when you got that he's got, you can you can do that. Like he's he's a, he's a very very good player. Very good. Um, so being able to share the picture of him is it's a pleasure, man. Yeah. Uh, Cass has come in uh, with a question, and again, if there's kind of any kind of questions, guys, please feel free to put it in the comments. Who are the top three players you've played with in Vets? Who are the top three players I've played with in Vets? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good question, isn't it? Um, I have, it's, it's mad because I haven't played Vets for I haven't played Vets for a while. It could be more than three. Obviously, Millie. Uh, obviously, you're getting to play. Dean played now and then. Obviously, um, my boys at um, Holland. Like, obviously, Dan Flaherty. Morris, Scotty, uh, all them guys, even like Craig, uh, when you come to LSU, like you've got Mikey, you've got like Baz, yeah. you've got JB, yeah. you've got Ashley Carew. Me. Got, I played against you. The Chasing Shadows count, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, no, nah, but yeah, like, the, the, the list is endless, man. Like, like, I said, like I said, I was so, so surprised at what quality is available and playing in in vets football like i, I was very very shocked mate not, not that's not even a joke and that's not and, and i don't mean that in a disrespect like i mean i look at some of the players and i think to myself why are you not playing vets you imagine playing and uh, still playing at a standard and again that's not a disrespect to vets but it's just that that's just the what can i that's just like a rating for the players that you're playing with you know what I mean? Obviously, people have lives and stuff like that. So it's very difficult. But I, mean, I forgot my my guy Smudge. Come on, man! Like these are these are all these are all players, man. Like oh my guy Smudge. Come on, man! Oh, yeah. my guy, man. Like being able to grace the pitch with them is it's, it's yeah. a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, that's true. true. Don't hate. Don't hate. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, gosh. no, honestly, you know, Hubs, it's been an absolute pleasure, and of course, of course, I kind of wish you. Good health. I wish you know um, you with um, LSU is you know a very su successful season. Yeah. And, uh, and again, I just want to kind of thank you for kind of coming on and and actually sharing sharing like your story. Like we could probably talk for another hour. Oh, we could go. Yeah, I can go. For, I can go for ages. But no, like, like I said, look, I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Um, it gets me out of my comfort zone. Um, this is something that yeah, I, I, I'm very happy that I did. Um, and to sit back and reflect on it now, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on. Thank you for giving me the chance to let everyone know the the real me. Um, do you get what I mean? Like you watch, you watch back on videos. People watch the football. Like I said, they say the wall. They watch the highlights, and you get to just see me on the pitch. Now, if you're watching this, you get to see me as me, and just talking about who I am. I'm, you know what I mean? And that's. Being able to do that, hopefully people can see the rule, the rule, rule me now, and not only judge me on the on the pitch, but also judge me as a person. And you know what I mean. And I appreciate. It. So yeah, but again, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing for um, football in general, uh, for mental health. Um, 
And yeah, man, like if there's any other time you want me to jump on, I'm, I'm more happy to jump on and have a chat. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. And I just want to shout out to everyone that sent love um, and had a comment. Seriously, I appreciate all of you, man. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, thank you. And uh, guys, please like, share, subscribe, you know, any kind of love and support definitely kind of helps like the channel and and I'm here just to literally give, you know, um, people an opportunity to actually, you know, talk and, and uh, again, um, thank you hubs and again thank you to everyone in the comments as well um honestly it means a lot it means a lot yeah no no it does so guys thank you so much we'll be back next week sunday eight o'clock sharp again please like subscribe do all of the amazing stuff we'll see you guys real soon